Hello, I'm Michael. And I'm Yan. And we are the Sticky Bun Boys. Yan, you're an honorary Sticky Bun Boy. How do you feel? Oh, it feels right to me. I do love a Sticky Bun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure I've seen that scribbled on a toilet wall somewhere. Anyway, in case you haven't heard, David is on a school trip this week. Was he invited? I certainly hope so, Jan. Um, but we thought, who better to replace him for the week than one of my favourite fellow Week 7 eliminees? Oh, so Lottie was busy then? <laughs> Not just Lottie, <laughs> Kevin too. Rude. I reckon, though, that we could make a spin-off as a pair and subtly get rid of David. Well, that's a good idea. Where could we put him? Hmm, I've been thinking of making a new patio. Right. <laughs> okay, well, in the interest of plausible deniability, we should probably move on. This week is Bread Week. Let's get cracking. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bread Week. Both of our favourites, I think. Do you like Bread Week? Oh, I love Bread Week. You're, you're quite the bread. You came armed with a sourdough bigger than my head this yeah. morning. So it's a big one for you. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got a, not, a mad, you've got a, not a madly big head. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get called tan-faced square head when I was younger. Really? That's yeah. rude. It's a bit like SpongeBob Square Pants, but yeah. like a bit lazier. Oh, And slightly no. racially charged, yeah, I think. Right. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's dive in. So the signature this week was a cottage loaf, which is two stacked cobs, as it were. Any flavour, any style of dough, and they had two hours, 45 minutes. What do you reckon on that? Good challenge? Yes. I love a, a, love a cottage loaf, as, you, as we all know. We had a cottage loaf uh, technical in, yes. our, in our year. You've been told by the masters, what's the secret to a good cob? <laughs> So the show was charged with innuendo anyway. So you won't be completely surprised to know that the secret to a good cottage loaf is tight balls. Tight balls. Tight balls. Tight, tiny ball on top Uh and a larger tight ball on the bottom. So the balls do have to be in proportion. Yeah, they do have to be in proportion. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think a third and two thirds is the correct size. How did you get on with your tight balls back in the day? Oh, no, I didn't. Do you know what? I wasn't used to. um, Not familiar with tight balls. Not familiar with cottage loaf. Didn't know about tight balls. (laughs) Mine completely collapsed, much like Abby's, unfortunately. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we'll get to that. When I saw it, I just, oh, You could heart, relate. I really was up for it. And I do a... want to get your opinion on the fingering action later on. But before we get before we get there, um, so I have a, a, a searing memory in my mind because I was near the front during our bread week. Um, and when Paul was walking past to go and do the royal tour with somebody, he queried the fact that I was doing it by hand because most people were using their mixers. And my question to you is, do you prefer doing it by hand or do you prefer machines? I... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It depends on the time. Sure. It depends on the time. If, I've, if I'm if i in a bit of a rush, I always use the mixer. <laughs> but 
Do you know what? I, I bread week is always a little bit. I don't know how what the word is. I don't really enjoy bread week as much as I should because they do unspeakable things to bread. Right. In that week. There's never. I can't make a loaf, a proper nice, tasty loaf in the time that they've specified. Two and yeah. a quarter hours. Okay. I get it that mm. they have to record it within a, a certain time period. But oh my god, I would leave a loaf to prove slowly. Yes. Rather than really rush it. Oh my God, the dole prover. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's like, hard. The weirdest thing about it as well is when you go into the tent is you've never used a proving drawer before, before you go into no, oh, unless you no, have. No, that's absolutely right. So you, you're kind of negotiating it and it's got like four or five settings from like the coolest to the warmest. And you're kind of like, well, I don't know which which one it is. And they're like, well, try this one. Try the highest one. <laughs> yeah. Try the highest one that goes at 37 degrees. Like, it's wild. Actually, our year, it was unusual because it was so hot that actually the proving drawers were useless and our breads were all proving in about half the time they should have done because we had 11 people all with ovens on at 200 mm -hmm, degrees mm -hmm. in a tent in a scorching hot day. So they didn't really come into practice there. But that made it even harder because your breads are proving so much quicker. And I'm like you and I'm used to a, sl a long, slow prove. Like I'm looking at, I'll, I'll take half a day if I can, if not more. Yeah, um, absolutely. To make mine go. We should probably get into it, shouldn't we? So you prefer doing it by hand, but a machine if you're in a rush. If That's what we've rush, learned. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the wife. <laughs> <laughs> now, the person who spoke the most about balls was Matty. So oh Matty was making an olive, tomato, parmesan and chilli one. And as a PE teacher, I expected him to use his hands. But he used the machine, which I felt was cheating. It's never cheating. The thing is, again, you've got to look at the time that they're given. Yeah. I understand. So, like, if you're going to use your hands, it's good because you can feel a lot yes. better. Uh -huh. And you can... Uh, and you, <laughs> we're, making like of, Abby, we're making a lot of eye contact here. You know, nice. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if I've got the time, I would prefer to feel on my way around the dough because mm. needing my hand, you can never over need it yeah if you're using machine you take your eye off it you go walk off five minutes and come back you could yeah. have over needed it so w what is is then the gluten completely breaks down and all you get is a slop yeah so you can over need on the machine but you can never do it by hand because you don't have to be so strong and so matty's proportions were not what you were saying so you said no. one third top two third bottom he's a three quarters bottom and one quarter top which ironically is my sexual preference at the moment <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> And we're making eye contact again. <laughs> this is so weird. Now, we will move on to the others, especially Abby and um, her unfortunate cowpat incident. But I want to talk about the fingering of the cob. So you've put, you've proportioned your balls, you've made sure they're tight enough and you've put them atop one another. Yeah. So I got a lot of, um, not vitriol, but I got teased a lot about the way, because when I check that my dough is proved, I'll stick two fingers in. But like separately, not together, like like yeah. a V sign, but upside down yeah. and pull them out so that you can see how far up the dough kind of rises. Because if it comes, if it pops, it's overproved. Yeah. If the fingers stay all the way in, the finger holes, yeah. it's underproved. But if they kind of start rising halfway up, it's perfect. You're ready to shape it. And I got made fun of a lot for doing that. But Who there made was, fun of you? Name them. Um, David. <laughs> <laughs> Most other bakers in the tent, yeah. the producers and the internet. <laughs> so everyone. So pretty much everybody there. But as an expert, you keep two fingers together. And is it a slow poke or like a you slap them in? Are you talking about to actually make the cob loaf or just making sure that it's proved? No, so it's cob loaf, sorry. I was cob just... loaf, cob loaf right in. You want to stick them right, right in. Right in so that what you're doing is you're, you're dragging the top 
ball mm-hmm. into the lower ball. Sure. So that you're making you're making sure that you, when you're pushing the the smaller ball in to the larger ball, you're making a, a like a sort of like a join. So you're, you're squidging them together essentially through the bottom. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought it was interesting then because some of them were quite, going quite slow, kind of pillowy pushes, and Matty two fingers slapped it straight in all the way down. All I the way thought, down. Do you know what? It's straight. straight it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight down. And was it? I think in our year, Prue famously said she sometimes likes to use the end of a spoon. You know, like the uh, the wooden Does spoon. She know? The wooden... <laughs> Famously. <laughs> so going back to the proportions, actually, mm. if you imagine if what Matty was uh, indicating, he was doing a quarter and three quarters. I would say that that looks like you know Baymax from yes. Big, Big Hero Six. Yes. That's what it would look like because his head's going to be too yep. small. And if what you're aiming for is BB-8 from Star Wars. Oh, of course those are your references. <laughs> yes, right. of course. Let's move Disney on. Disney and Star Wars. We'll move on from Matty. Matty, a lot of filling, but his flavours worked. That's what the judges said at the end. Abby. So Abby was making a smoked garlic and rosemary loaf, one of four of those in the tent. And she counted 300 hand kneads, which I thought was an interesting tactic for kneading the dough by hand. She counted 300 of them to make uh-huh. sure she kneaded it enough. I don't know whether that's the right move because different flowers feel different. And some flowers don't need that much. What do you reckon? Um, I agree with Abby. It's between three hundred to five hundred, depending really? on the glue. Yes, and I, I'm, I'm the same. If it was, it has to be at least three hundred. So you count, and then you, yeah. Well, in my head, it's it's more three hundred or fifteen minutes, right? Of needing, usually you're listening to a podcast such as such as this one. <laughs> yeah, such as this there, one. There are no other podcasts. And then you just lo- get lost in the podcast and the repetitive. Needing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hers didn't rise. Her top became a bottom, which happens to many people. Yeah. Um, what What do you reckon her problem was? Was it the, the ball tightness? Uh, no ball tightness. No, not no, no tightening of any balls whatsoever. Because the, the no, fact we don't that know about so that. Flat... There were lots of people in that tent. <laughs> no <laughs> tightening of balls. <laughs> watching it. <laughs> yes, I, I did feel. I think there were quite a lot of tight balls watching yeah i think that when it rose at, at mm. the first time the first rise when she brings it out of the um, prover mm. she should have divided up the two doughs and then absolutely like really you know when you twist when you twist your balls yes i'm familiar I'm <laughs> when you twist familiar. your balls you twist it so tightly yes and then and then you just looking at me like that yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i have to look at you can't look at anyone else (laughs) i like that she called it janice and then she called it a bungalow loaf i thought it was funny very clever um it was a bit of a cow pat wasn't it it didn't quite work she had too much garlic so it felt almost too salty but it had a nice crust on it so that's something i thought yeah i can't be um a critic of the amount of garlic she put in because I put in, I for mm. my week, I put in loads oh, of garlic. Oh, so the star bread that I made, the Carolyn kind of coconut and ginger and garlic yeah, yeah. star bread I made, which I got a handshake for. Thank you for yeah, mentioning yeah, yeah. that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, the practices for that were just so garlicky. And I'd be taking them into the office for everyone to eat at work. And so the theatre that I worked in, all the managers just stank the entire time as they went around the well, building. Well, you know, who ate, it, who ate it then? But that's what I'm saying is that, I personally, I can't, I can't judge her for that amount mm. of garlic because I would put the exact same amount of in. Um, Dan be. did a different technique. He didn't put his fingers in. He he formed it around a pipe. Did you notice this? No, I didn't so notice. So he essentially, that. rather than whacking his fingers in the middle, he put a pipe down the center. Oh, like a- much like Prue's um, end of a spoon. <laughs> It is quite similar yeah, to yeah, the yeah. end of her So spoon. using a an, an implement rather than your 
yeah, well, using your fingers. A, a phallic instrument a phallic to, instrument, to make, yeah, make yeah. things down the middle. Um, he reminds me of Richard, Richard Bear. Do you know what he does There's to me as well? There's something about Dan that kind of gives me Richard, whereas Rowan reminds me a bit of Wallace and Gromit. Both together? No, not, not the dog. Because he's going like, <laughs> chuffing it. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, bless Rowan. Oh, he's a sweet boy. He was making calamata olives and sun-dried tomatoes, which sounds delicious. It did. Oh, my God. It sounded amazing. Mm, but his balls were monstrous. I think, thing is, again... They know how how long they've got to bake it, mm. so you don't make a big one, as it were. <laughs> it did feel strange because he was using like nearly nine hundred or seven hundred grams or something. He said seven hundred grams, like a lot of flour for so that. So five hundred gram I, a no, loaf for that amount of time. What you say two hours? It was two hours forty five. Yeah. Two hours prep, including the proof. Yeah. And then forty five minutes baking at a high temperature. Probably thirty five. Thirty five, but. Yeah, you want to give more time. Give a bit can. more time. Yeah. Because you got, well, okay, so 10 minutes for them walking around talking to you and making, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of, lots of bloody <laughs> talking. talking. Um, on that, though, when the talking was happening with Dana, they came to Dana's bench and she was making a Bradley Cooper, which is very pleasing. I love that pun. Do you have any more like Bradley, like bready celeb names? So I was trying to think of something on the way here, but I couldn't. On your Star like, Wars theme, what about like Luke, Luke Rye Walker? Oh, very good. Is that good. Very good. One I thought of last night was Nanye West, which I thought was quite nice. Is that good? No. <laughs> what about? Is this your batter? life now? I've I have other. I do you know what? <laughs> I'll I'll quit my job. I'll yeah, just do, this. just do these puns all day. Um, all long, the only final thing before we move on because we have been speaking for quite you a long make, time. You could open a bakery with um <gasps> famous Hollywood bread, bread celebs. Bread celebs. Bread celebs. That's a good idea. So we'll kill David, do a second podcast, and I'll get a bakery. Okay. We've covered a lot of ground so far. A really interesting thought from Tasha, before we move on to the, to the technical, was that Tasha can't tap the bottom of her breads to here, which was something I just hadn't thought of before. Of course, yes. Isn't that, isn't that like a, it's an interesting thing, like you just kind of go through things and you expect, oh, this is how you do it. But if somebody can't hear, they have to adapt. And it was an interesting thing that I just hadn't quite thought of. And it was nice that they kind of flagged that as a, as a thing that she had to think yes, about. Yes, and also, if you think about it, you know um, Val. Mm, the she, cake whisperer. The cake whisperer, where she takes out, and she's absolutely right, where she takes out, say, like a Victoria sponge, you listen to it, because mm. if it's going blah, 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 mm. it's not ready, yeah. you put it back in the oven for five minutes if it's going, if it's going blah, 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 it's almost yeah. done. So you're yeah. taking it out and it's still cooking. Did you know? So how's she going to look about cakes? Did you know that John Waite was the original cake whisperer? No. So from this from this science podcast that we've been doing this whole time, we found out that John did it in season three, which was before Val, who I believe is four, four five. Uh, six, no, 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 seven, 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 seven. Seven. Good seven. Um, <laughs> that was a really interesting thought. I thought um, just to kind of to spot out who was your favourite from the signature. Oh, do you know what? Going by, I did actually like Rowan's. Rowan's, I think, even though it's monstrous, it was. Oh yes, of course. She's the only one that did orange. the sweet mm. one. And she also whacked Alison in the groin with a ball of dough. <laughs> she continues to be the icon to end all icons. Do you know what? If you're going to challenge someone like in bowling, they want to show you their best. So they are going to, you're going to have to try and hit that, hit that. What was it? Did she throw an orange at her? I think it was a ball of dough, <laughs> but it, it properly slapped. Slapped her in the lady garden. <laughs> 
her fairy garden. Her fairy no, garden. Fairy garden. Uh, so her, the technical, gosh, this is always going to be chaos, but it was going to be you. Her technical was eight Devonshire splits, which are essentially the same as Cornish splits or just any split from a region in England, which is an enriched dough split and filmed with jam and cream, just how I like it. Oh. Two hours and 30 minutes. What do you reckon? Oh, wonderful challenge. Brilliant. And something that people can cook at home, you know, like bake at home mm-hmm. as well, just mm-hmm. because you you want to try out the technical, even though you're given more than the instructions, so they're probably given make the dough. Oh, actually, the <laughs> instructions. So Rowan brought this up this year. Their instructions said, do not confer on them, which was added to our technical instructions after week five, mm-hmm. because we had all been trying to help each other. Was it on yours? Do you remember? No, there was never a don't confer. They mention it and then you sort of, you do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes you feel really bad if someone's doing really badly and you just want, you just want to help them. Mm. You st- we, we developed the hand signals. <laughs> oh, so you were doing sign language across the well, table. So, for instance, I think during bread week, there was like a cob loaf. They were gesturing, oh, I don't know what a cob loaf is. Mm. I just basically did two fists and one on top of the other. Oh, two fists. Two fists, fisting. <laughs> I was fisting, sign, signing. So even yeah. then, you were signing. Yeah, back, I mean, all like, the way back then. I think they get frustrated because if everyone helps each other, everything just looks good, which I mm. completely get. But it did make me wonder whether we'd ruined it for a series of future bakers <laughs> because, because Michelle would just leave her bench and come to mind to try and help. Oh, bless <laughs> And I think they were like, not having this. Um, well, let's go through this fairly quickly. Quite a good challenge, but quite a simple one overall. The challenge was the time. Two hours 30 is quite hard to make enriched dough in. And then it has to be cooled before you can fill it. Did you pick up on the entire, all the people doing it mm. was, um, it was underproved. Yeah. Underproved, 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 underproved. What does that tell you about, and the, then the, if it was they're, they're all shit, Jan, that's yeah, what it tells me. No. <laughs> they all know bread. They, they must have, no they must have, yeah, they had no, they haven't have enough time. And you do say, things I've been thinking about this scientifically, they do say that they check that the technical can be made in that time mm. by their, um, home X, home X right? But, they're not turning all the ovens on at the same time to make sure they can do it. And if you're turning on, what, 11 ovens, 12 ovens? 10 here. 10 ovens at the same no, time. 11 here, sorry. Yeah, however many, that many ovens on at the same time will not give you the same power. They're all coming from a generator than one oven being switched on one at a time. Mm. It will be much hotter, quicker and all the rest. Oh, one thing that. they don't realise also is that there's a bread function on those ovens. It's a nef. So the Neff oven has a, the oven that they have, I've actually put in my, my kitchen now. The same one. one. The bought one. Because I, I enjoy using their, their ovens. They must be the best ones because it's a oh, really it's good show. Oh, the hide and slide. The hide and slide. Which is how I get uh, yeah. out of date. <laughs> 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 Sorry to all of Michael's previous dates. Um, that There's a bread function where it, the fan doesn't go on. Yeah, but it and steams so, you, doesn't it, as well? It steams, it steam. it steams in it. Uh, we, I nearly used it in a tent, but I was like too scared. Um, technical overall, fairly good. Um, Dan forgot to put his sugar in, which was a bit of a, a big but one. But they didn't notice. They didn't notice that they didn't well, put the sugar th- in. We didn't see them not notice. Oh, that's true. They, they could have cut yeah. that out of the edit. To be honest, as soon as the technical judging starts happening, I start scrolling through Instagram and I just wait till they tell the kind of the final bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 10th was Dan um, and everything was bad about it, basically. Yeah. Bless Dan. We, we love Dan. I, my prediction is Dan is a week seven eliminee, one of us. 
Okay. One of us. One, One of, of us. us. Um, uh, ninth was Rowan. His balls were a bit small. Um, he'd had monstrous balls earlier, and now they'd gone a bit too small. So size was he was struggling with the size. Yeah. Bless him. Uh, eighth was Abby, and then up at the top, third was Dana. Uh, second was Tasha, and first was our hero, Woo! Saku. She was so buzzing. I genuinely teared up a bit. She was so excited. I oh, just love. I love her so much. I love her excitement at all things. Her her, her bright eyed. She's like so innocent. She's Save her at all all costs. I am. Um, I wrote in my notes after this technical. All the good ones are in danger. Help. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby, Dan, and Rowan, who've been sailing pretty high, close to the sun this whole time so far, really fell into the bottom this week because they were all going into the showstopper in the danger zone. And the showstopper was a plaited centerpiece loaf with at least two types of flour in four hours. I thought this was a sensational challenge. I loved it. I love, I love anything. You know, like they, they muddle on bread. Mm. I want to see how excited they get about it and also how uh, creative they get about yeah, it. Yeah, and they could be so creative in this challenge. And like what I loved about it, I think actually... What I've been struggling with showstoppers recently in recent years because they've almost been too prescriptive on how creative they can be. Because mm-hmm. they're saying a glass box containing this or like a, a hanging thing containing that. Whereas this is just a plat something and make it look creative, go. Yeah. And that meant we got so many incredible things. We got trees, we got picnic baskets, we got tigers, we got West Ham badge. Um, we got, <laughs> like, it was so, I mean, Dan, I, I love that as well. Everyone's doing these creative things. Like, Nikki's like doing a Highland cow and Dan's like, I'm going to make the letters that spell the word pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was really creative. It was creative, except he went a little bit awry didn't he, he oh, the, the letters for dan yeah, yeah let's talk about dan then so he he was making pizza flavors through his breads but he didn't four hours isn't enough time to make all of that bread really no so no. he ended up with two kind of wreaths and then the rest he had to use basically like salt dough to kind of make the rest of the letters dead, dead dough dead dough dead dough it didn't quite come through for him he just looked gutted and so upset i felt so bad for him yeah but also if you think about it Especially, you know, well, because mm. you, what did you, you made bread week, uh, star baker. Oh, thank you for mentioning that again. <laughs> yes, I did make star baker. And actually I also made a Genoese in, in week five, <laughs> which we haven't quite. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't manage to squeeze that in just, just yet. <laughs> I did ask, I did ask Jan <laughs> before we started recording to mention the Genoese. <laughs> what week was that, uh, Michael? That was week five. Thank you for mentioning it. Yeah. It was a tiered showstopper and no one else did it. <laughs> Can I just ask, so... Do you recall when he gave you that handshake? Yes. Do you remember why he said he gave you the handshake? Because I remember. I do. He said it's something he'd never tasted before. That's right. So which I've heard. Since. If you're gonna make bread to a bread master, yeah. his judge, you do not make pizza. That's true, actually. Because you eat pizza. Oh, you eat pizza all the time. That is you that... want to make something unique. You want him to go, "Wow, I've never tasted that." And that's that a very good point. And actually, he said those words to Tasha. Mm-hmm. When she got to her showstopper, so her, her showstopper was a pastrami and cheese medusa with rye and wholemeal milk breads and pesto braided hair. It looked incredible. Oh my god! Did I, I may have uh, let she's, out a she's little bit of weird. Speechless there. I met a little bit. I may have when I when I saw it. You know, you say it's scary. It was exciting, and and Paul ate it, and he said, "I've never tasted something like this before." And as soon as he said those words, I was like, "That's what you're. That's what you're aiming for. That's yeah. what you want in this entire." She's, competition you she's gonna never as soon as she said that she was gonna win but let's not get ahead of ourselves um, yep. who else stood out for you who else did you remember we can't go through them all 
you all did great, everyone, but we we yeah. need to cut I'm, it down. So I I really want to uh, again. I can't. We can't say enough about Saku. Oh uh, yes. Oh my god, her her peacock. I soon saw peacock. I've never I've never loved anyone so much for making. But do you also remember Nadia also did a peacock? Oh, biscuit something. Didn't wasn't that Candice? Did Candice do a peacock something? We haven't got to that season yet. And I uh-huh. famously barely watched it before we were on it. Anyway, peacocks always, um, so always impress. There were two trees in the tent. There was Rowan and Abby. Rowan was worried that his trunk was too long to stand up. Um, <laughs> but then later on, he clarified that he'd managed to get it up and keep it up. And that is the important thing. It's not just getting it up, it's keeping it up. For the duration, for that's the, right. For the duration. Um, sadly, neither of their breads really came through for them. They were kind of uneven. But I did want to shout out Abby for those flavours that she put in there. She was doing a walnut and stilton trunk, which was nine strands. She was doing a dock flower must- mushroom and nettle and wild garlic leaves. So she really brought those foraging flavours out. And they're so exciting, foraging flavours. Do you know what? I've never, ever tasted... I've had some nettle tea, which wasn't the best. Mm. But that's probably but with the garlic. With the garlic, well, what, was it? Was that the wild garlic she brought? It in? was, and yeah. those flowers as well. Yeah, it it could have gone brilliantly. It didn't work out for her in the tent. Who was your favourite? I actually think I like Christie's. We haven't mentioned Christie too much. Christie, she did honey and we haven't mentioned them much because she's barely in the episodes because she's clearly going to get quite far. But she made a honey and chili sort of challah, mm-hmm. and then she made a sweet babka to go in the middle. But the middle, it didn't sit in the middle properly. It kind of sat to the sides. So there were two wreaths she just said she was doing letters like dan and making an ooh sound <laughs> um but that was all she did oh mine was nikki her highland cow called angus oh, oh yes. loved oh, it my so God. creative right we, let's get to the end yeah Goffy's spoken so much uh, star baker was tasha two in a row two out of three not bad but leaving was abby it was very close very I, close I... I had a mark. Do you know what I'm talking about? People finishing mm. uh, in the top four, top five. Mm. I had Abby finishing that because I liked her approach from like day one. Yeah. Well, I got a message from Kevin two days ago. Kevin from last year, fellow uh-huh. Week 7 Elite, saying Abby's going to win. Abby's going to win. And then I got a bit of a um, humbled message this morning by oh, him being like, my God. I'm absolutely devastated. Well, I think we're all devastated. I love her. So it was a hard goodbye for Abby. But Bread Week is notoriously tricky, isn't it? It can be tricky, but... If you do well on Bread Week, you then go on to do quite well for the rest of the series. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I didn't do that well and I won Bread Week. Do you know what? what are you saying? Week 7 Elite. Yes, Week 7 <laughs> Week seven is the best week. Next week <laughs> is Chocolate Week, though, so we can guarantee that they'll have filmed it on the hottest day of the year. We actually got out of doing Chocolate Week on our years. I didn't get to do Chocolate Week. We did Caramel, I think, that week. Yes, and our friend Tom did not do very well there. Right. <gasps> <laughs> Let's get down to this week's taste Harsh. test. This one is from Magdalena, who says, I can't believe it's not come up yet, but what are your thoughts on dipping fries into milkshakes? Uh, I love it. Don't, don't get away the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've all got about 30 seconds to decide whether a dipped chip is socially acceptable or whether Magdalena and all the rest of you chip dippers out there deserve jail. We'll see you after these. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, it's us, advertising our OnlyFans again. If everyone just joined it, we could probably talk about this a little bit less, to be honest. Actually, if we all just make a point to pause the episode right now and go to patreon.com forward to Sticky Bun Boys to sign up, then we can stop doing these ads forever. Nice plan! For a small handful of change, you'll get access to early and ad-free episodes, as well as bonus content, including regular Q&As, access to our online community, and much more. Plus, you get a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling knowing you're helping us to keep doing the podcast. What more could you ask for? Whew, thank goodness this is the last ad we'll ever do. For this week anyway do you know what i've had to think about it while we've been on the break yeah it's gonna be so if it's a mcdonald's chip yeah a mcdonald's fry and vanilla milkshake and also kfc's chips rubbish well apparently they've just changed their chips actually um they've changed the seasoning i guess if it's the spicy seasoning like chili that would go mm. with chocolate See, I'm, conf- I'm confused about the sog situation because if your chip, because McDonald's chips aren't always crispy. They're a bit, like, they might bend in the middle. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know, it's fine. Things bend in the middle. I don't mind too much. But I don't want to dip that into a milkshake because it's going to be wet. Oh, so you don't like it flaccid then. I don't want a flaccid, wet chip. I can't be doing with it. Well, you can, you can decide when you've got the chips in front of you whether you want to dip or not. But I never want to dip. Oh, right. Okay. And do you always okay. dip or do you have to be in the mood? I don't always get a milkshake, so that's a problem. I think I rarely get a milkshake. I think I'm going to say jail, but do you think Magdalene doesn't go to jail? We can be split. She can go, what's it, parole? She can go on parole. <laughs> she got a suspended sentence. She's on bail. <laughs> yes. So this week I've been let loose on, um, on Michael's box. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask me. Uh, yeah. I'm thrilled to have let you in. <laughs> so there's a few questions that need answering. So Joshua has asked, if you could set a technical challenge, what would you choose? Oh, um, I quite like the savoury ones because they're a bit different. But then, but then interestingly, the savoury ones always get criticised for being too much like MasterChef rather than actually baking. But I quite like this. So my favourite challenge last year was the uh, dessert week challenge, which was make a lemon meringue pie. Then in the instructions said, make a lemon meringue pie. And they had a time and they just went. Um, oh, and wow. I loved that because that is a, a thing that pretty much everyone can do. 
and they made it hard by giving them no instructions. And like, I mean, the instructions would have been in the ingredients list where it says, for the meringue, these things, for the curd, these things, for the pastry, these things. Yeah. But I like those challenges where there's like two or three things they have to do in a certain amount of time, but the instructions are basically not there. Like, okay. Make a Victoria sponge, full stop. Yeah. Go. I like those ones. I can't think of one, top of my head. Yeah, can I just say that I usually do that anyway with some of the, um, you know, recipes that you find on in recipe books. Mm. I look at what the ingredients are and mm. then I sort of pretty much know. Yes, I do the exact same I just, thing. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm reading a recipe, unless it's been written by Benjamin Abwehi, who I will just follow until... I could. I would follow her into the sun. I would follow her into the sun. She's incredible. Yeah. But otherwise, I'll tend to. If I'm looking at a sourdough recipe, I don't do it anymore. If I used to, I would just look at the quantities and then just know what order to put them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the sign of a not to brag, a good baker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you I mean, even look at the times in the oven anymore? You know, like no. for the oven. You know, like I, I sort of know it's usually one eighty, one seventy, depending on mm. a fan or whatever, what oven we're using, mm. and then also. I tend to, as long as I can smell, if I don't have a cold, usually I can tell how long it takes. Generally, yeah, I'll look at about 180 for a cake or if it's a bigger cake, 160 to keep it flatter. Yeah, yeah. Or if, it, if I'm looking at a tart, like I am right now. Yeah. I, <gasps> how dare you? I will, Harsh but fair. <laughs> I'll bake the pastry at 180 and then I'll bake the custard around like 120, if even that. So yeah, I don't really look at them. But to answer the question. Answer the question, is there Michael. A, is there a challenge that you would like to see? I would like to see more foreign bakes. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> that <laughs> went down very well last so time. So therefore, it, they don't necessarily need to know. So like, for instance, you know, like, um, oh, some lots of German bakes, mm. really good. Mm. They don't really necessarily know how, you, they can re generally guess yeah. how to make something. So they've made all the components, but never kind of together in that, in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, and then they sort of, like with their know-how, they should know how things come together. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So the next question is from Cam and they are asking, do you think they will ever do a Bake Off All-Stars? A bit like the Christmas specials, but for a full series. If so, who would be your 12 picks for the past contestants? Well, you did a Christmas special. Did you do a Christmas special? No, I wasn't tasked. <laughs> do you know what? There's still time. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'd want to do it, actually. Are you sure? Yeah, I, don't, I think I'd find it quite stressful. Did you I, enjoy it? I, do you know what? I really loved it until... <laughs> Until, the until, actual bake, yeah, until I lost <laughs> horribly. Do you know what? It's a completely different feel. Mm. But you either go in wanting to win or you want to go in just have a good time. And yeah. I think I went for the latter. You had a good bunch. It was you, Tom, Bryony and Terry, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I had a good That bunch. was the year we'd filmed our Bake Off. Oh, yeah. So you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But looking back, if I wanted to win, I don't think I would have beaten any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's more like, I think I'd find it too stressful in the in the preparation of it. Mm. But I also don't necessarily want to be on telly again. I don't think I loved that vibe. But the third thing really for me, the main thing is that I loved filming it so much with the people that I filmed it with. So like my gang, we were all so close. We all had so much fun and we're all so close still now. I don't want to change Oh, you know? Well, I don't feel like a piece of shit, don't I? <laughs> well, you look like one too. <laughs> oh, <I'll tell> you. <laughs> um, who would our twelve be? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do six. You can do six. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna say Selassie, Benjamina, Rav, Liam. Ooh, John. I think John Waits quite fun. You picked all the best ones. 
Um, right, it's gonna be rude to the next six, isn't it? <laughs> and I'd say Elena you. because she's just wild. But you baked with Elena already. No, but I'm not gonna be in the All Stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be who you would you want to be with you on your All Stars? Oh no, they're my they're my six for the All Stars. Who would you add? Uh, oh my god, there's so many people though. Do you know what? I, I think Julia. Julia didn't, didn't get enough. I think she didn't get enough from your year. From our year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Kate was fun as well, actually. For your, Kate was very good. She, oh, Kate. Yeah. Or Kate Henry. Oh, Kate Henry. Do you remember Kate, <gasps> Kate Henry? Kate Henry with the curly hair. Yeah. We're adding in Julia and Kate Henry. Kate You've Henry. Got four more. Oh, I think I like to see George. George from George. last year. Yeah. Fellow Weeks Heaven yeah, Elite, yeah, actually. Exactly. Yes. My favourite meme of George is when he's drinking that cup of tea when everything's going to chaos around him. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his tea. Yeah. Um, Flo. Flo, yeah. That's the same thing is. It's, I Liverpool and, and now. I don't think I spent enough time with Flo. Well, you can change that, Jan. There's always time. Tom, actually. Tom Gilliford. Tom Gilliford, yeah. Yeah. You've got one more. And my Tom. I don't think I spent enough time Tom with Tom. Yeah, Tom Love. We love Tom Hetherington here. A particularly sticky bun boy. Okay, Jan, the Olympics. We need to dive into this very quickly before the end of the episode. The Olympics are basically our list of icks that people send in, that people do... So basically someone will do something in the street and they'll go, oh, that's giving me the ick. I hate them now. Not hate them, but you just think think less of them. For example, the first one that's been written in is when he pushes the pool door. <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic. It's a classic. Um, the next one, people using Shazam when out at a club or a concert. I do that. <laughs> See, do you know what? I don't Shazam because I worry about people seeing me, but I do listen out for like two lines of lyrics and I'll type the lyrics into Google because then they, they think I'm texting. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know Is that, that was Nick. I Is didn't that... know that was Nick. <laughs> You're going to come up this whole experience a different person. When someone waves just using their fingers rather than their whole hand. <laughs> so like this. <laughs> Ick. <laughs> That's just basically, I've gone, I've shrunk a little bit. <laughs> um, people who stay on their phone while at the urinals. Yeah, I don't like that. It's not hygienic. Think of the well, splashback. But again, I wouldn't know because I don't, I don't hang around in the urinals. Why not? Could be fun. Never know <laughs> what you might not know. It's usually like just stalls. I thought there was a, a lady urinal. Lady urinal? You kind of like <laughs> squat on. Lady Gaga. A lady Gaga. <laughs> the tribute act. <laughs> yeah, lady urinal. Um, when the shoe shop attendant goes off to get some shoes and he's left there sitting in his socks. <laughs> yeah, that is quite a that's, big that, that's, that's, that's I big think ick. what it is, is there's something powerless about him, isn't there? Because his shoes have been taken away and he's just kind of sat there waiting for them back. And the final one is the bar- what they've termed the barbershop chair boink when you get bounced up to a different height. <laughs> very specific i've got to say but i I feel that i get a selfie when i'm being bounced and i can see my whole body kind of flouncing up and i'm like oh god (laughs) have you ever had when you're in the dentist and the chair bends all the way where your head is going down and your legs are going up and then you're at the crotch (laughs) yeah congratulations to producer alex for finally speaking not like a robot um that's good (laughs) last time he spoke he was like completely devoid of personality it was quite horrifying actually ai Um, alex but the the, uh, the eye crotch from the the crotch eye from the uh from the dentist chair is quite is quite i think it's chairs that you're not in control of that can be quite overwhelming because it sort of slides if you think about it it sort of slides i'm doing it right now it sort Mm. of slides back because mm. you're so 
Are you just scared that you're going to slide all the way back down? You've been getting more and more horizontal as this podcast has gone on. Okay, so which do we think will make it through to the qualifiers of the Olympics from this week? For me, it's the shoe shop attendant, the finger, the finger waving, or the barbershop chair boink. Has someone tuned into oh, this episode you know at this that, point? The finger, the finger waving is making me like shrink down. It's making you shrink into, into my chair. Okay. The other, some of the, one of them I agree with. So this is yeah. <laughs> We say club. I'm a bit old for clubs these days. Well, they <laughs> so, even know. Yeah, but I do like they when do I'm bridge club for people. No, like when you. I when, what is it when I'm listening to something when I'm like you know like when it's strictly or something like yeah. that and I don't know what the music is and I like it. it I shazam that. I think shazamming privately is okay. Oh, okay. Shazamming publicly. <laughs> <laughs> at concert yes <laughs> okay so making it through to the next round will be when someone waves just using their fingers rather than their whole hand and that is that for another week thank you for joining me Jan you were so much better than David is normally for one you actually I mean watched the episode <laughs> <laughs> so shall I come back next week uh, I'll never say no to more Jan time okay so do we need to do all those plugs before we go I'll do them myself don't worry are you ready strap in please remember to subscribe to the podcast and drop us a follow over on our socials at sticky bun boys we are running low on taste tests at the moment so do ping us a message on our socials or an email at stickybunboys at gmail.com with all those unpopular food opinions as well as those burning questions and stories you know we love him what about all those other extra questions you asked me a very good point Jan thank you for bringing that up uh, they're all exclusively for our only flans which you can join for just the price of a box of chocolates a month just pop over to patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys to find out more are we done yet (laughs) yes yes we are we'll see you next week and in the meantime keep Keep them sticky ready for the boring bit let's go the sticky bun boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with love productions the great british bake-off or any of its subsidiaries all views and opinions are our own the great british bake-off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders very professional david in one breath (laughs) we're all just having a bit of fun aren't we (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.